From a secret location in room 100 of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, this is Kraft. I'm your host, Doug Dangler. I am joined today from a secret by several location members in room 100 of, of 540 Jack Gibbs Boulevard, as I go through the uh, Mickey Mouse I'm your host, uh, roll, Doug roll call here. You can wave your hands so that the people on the radio can see who you are. For more information uh, from my guests, Barbara visit Allen, www.crafttheshow.com. This is Doug Dangler. Until next time, be creative. Improv Festival, which, by the way, is an extremely difficult word to pronounce. I don't know if you've looked into having that changed. We can. We can we okay. can do that today. That, w- that would be great. <laughs> also, Bill Sabo, co-founder and artistic director of Columbus Unscripted, as well as a founding member of the <clears throat> Columbus Unscripted production, See You Thursday. Okay. Then we've got Lorinda Ostapuk, yes. who has one of these bios that I can get nothing from. <laughs> so you'll have to reveal about yourself as we go through here. This is part Certainly. two of okay. my I appreciate the vague. That's, yes, you say <laughs> your bio says something like, I on the website, sometimes I like to stand here and sometimes over there. <laughs> so today you're standing here. I am. <laughs> Kayla Graham studied theater at Sinclair Community College in Dayton, Ohio, before transferring to Columbia College, Chicago, where she graduated with honors with a BA in theater production. Yes. Yes. That's me. Okay. <laughs> I don't know why you get claps when nobody else yeah. does, but, but we, that's we all you know, sort of claps. Sort of claps. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you can go crazy for Lamont <laughs> Keaton. <laughs> Who uh, met Bill Sabo at the Crazy Greek mm-hmm. uh, and was uh, brought into the <laughs> fold of doing improv that way. So if you're at the Crazy Greek, does it still exist, by the way? Yes, it's yes, still, still, still Okay, still that's, that's what to place. look for. That's Just it. wander yeah. around and say, who wants to do improv? Yeah. That's <laughs> all right. So what I'm going to do is uh, step out of the frame here, and um, I'm going to invite you to tell me about improv, about some of the things that you're doing, and then I understand you're going to be doing some improv, right? Right yes, on. All right, yes. so right. I will get over here and let you uh, guys go. And now back to our hour-long special with Kraft on WCBE. So we'll do one last round of this for mm-hmm. you. So okay, cool. just How about uh, Kayla and Barbara? And Lamont, you will have the power. Okay. Get your suggestion. We need a suggestion once again. All right. For what kind of thing are you looking Let's, you, you spit out something and they'll go. Okay. Uh, public radio. Public radio. Welcome back to the Puzzler. Uh, thanks for thanks for coming in today, Puzzler Puzzler John, oh. Puzzler Susie Q, Mom. Thanks for coming. I'm so glad you could come to my puzzle oh, show. Oh, honey, it's my pleasure. Oh, I'm so proud of you. I haven't seen so, you in the basement in so long. It's so y- good to see you downstairs. You know, I just I did bring cookies. Oh, so. Mom, thanks. Yeah. Did you bring my laundry too? You know, I never forget your oh. laundry. I care about you, honey. Oh, I love to take care of you and make sure that you smell nice. I love to keep you fed and laundered. It's my job as a mother. Fed it's and like laundered. It's like you signed a contract. You know, it feels like it. You know, oh. from the womb to the tomb is oh, what they say. Oh, mom. You know? Sorry. Mom, did you, have you been practicing the New York Times? Puzzlers? Uh, you know, I've, I I don't have much time with the feeding and the laundering, but I've been trying to get a few in here and there just to make Mom, you proud you of promised, me. you promised you would be ready. I, I'm I'm doing the best Mom. I can. I'm too, I love it's you, It's a big honey. deal for me. I, can, I know. That's, I know. I know. Shows don't produce themselves, Mom. Not everybody gets a basement radio show. Not everybody lives with their mom forever. I know. It's my gift to you. I, it is the best gift a daughter could give a mother. And I am, I'm just, I can't even begin to tell you 
how happy I am. Why are you crying? Happy tears. They're the joy tears. They're the joy tears. They're the tears of happiness that stream down from my eyes to my chin in a heart shape for you. Mom, that's... That's cute. Yeah. Now, here's the puzzler question. Are okay. you ready? Oh, baby girl, okay. I'm ready. Okay, two trains leave a station. Okay, what and, color are they? Uh, gosh, hold on. Uh, what's your favorite? One's green. Oh, yeah. And one's uh, Is blue. it like a forest green? It's kind of like, more like, you know that afghan you made for Aunt Sally? I'll never forget that afghan It's more like a Sally. lime Brady Bunch green. Perfect. And then what kind of blue did you oh, say? Oh, Mom, Dad's favorite blue. Oh, God, oh, Like the, the color of my eyes. Oh, color of my yeah. eyes blue. The blue. Mom, Mom blue. Mom blue. Blue eyes. Mom blue eyes. Blue eye mom. So two trains, mom blue eye train goes east. <laughs> and lime green train goes west. Okay. And and uh, w- which okay. one gets there first? Oh gosh, mom, I didn't do the whole question. It's okay. I'm pretty sure blue eyed mom goes first because mom, I'm pretty sure that they arrive at the same time with the blue eyed train one millisecond ahead because why not? Because why not? Mom, you're a winner today. Oh, I'm a winner. Yay, yay, very nice. (laughs) Okay, so you've made some unusual choices. (laughs) Tell me about the choices that you make when you've got to set up like uh, public radio. You decided to do a show in the basement, um, and in no way did I find that offensive. And, (laughs) And then you did an accent. Uh, I think of of some variety. Okay. So <laughs> could, could be work. could be theater work. Yeah, I'm not I'm not in the theater. Um, I work with public radio. You're doing great, Dad. So <laughs> yeah. So um, tell me about the choices that you made when you decided to switch um, persona, and maybe what was in your minds when you did that. Well, Barbara initiated the accent, and it was sort of my job to say yes and become the mother because if I, I she created this world and I said yes to her world instead of denying it and saying no you're not this or we're not in the basement it was saying yes and then what can I can contribute further and then watch it evolve a step at a time okay. so when you're doing something like this what does occur to your mind when you think all right so I'm going to maybe play with a little bit of uh, ideas of people I might know, right? Uh, maybe you know somebody who still lives with their parents. I'm curious about how far you're willing to go with things like that um, or how far you accidentally go on stage when you're, you know, decided, okay, this is what this is going to be like and this is who I'm going to maybe have in mind while I'm doing this. Not that you're impersonating them, right. but you have in mind this character that you want to be. Right. Well, I think that your life does inform your improv, your work, your art. And so, especially with improv, it's, you you kind of slide into it and you're not, like you don't necessarily realize like, oh, I'm becoming this character that I know. It just sort of happens and you might be aware of it as you're doing it, but it's not usually like a conscious, I'm gonna be my Aunt Sally who blah, blah, blah. It just sort of comes naturally filtered through your experience. What? Watching people People have great like tics and mannerisms and you're and you're just you're it, taking it to like the nth degree if you really want to like you know, people that walk with like their head first, you know, those forward walkers, you know, those are great like, you know, care, you know, what does that what does that person's story when you see someone like that? And you can just create these characters just from minor, like I said, just minor tics that they have. 
and just one of the things that we we encourage a lot uh, with at least with our shows is that um, whether it be on the radio and it's and it's a voice it's an accent or something that you can hear or whether it's something physical or or visual that you can see in your character um, that once you put that out there you stick with it Mm -hmm. and you enhance it and you grow it because that's what you've promised to the audience Mm -hmm. and if you take that away from them then they get very disappointed and and things start Mm -hmm. to deflate Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Seahawks footballs. <laughs> <laughs> so and I think we try to encourage and consider that characters are not caricatures. So they're not like an impersonation of somebody. But we give ourselves some kind of gift at the top of the scene, like mm-hmm. an accent or physicality or an emotion or just status or kind of give ourselves a gift so that we can create a scene together. But the scene is organic. It's happening between the two people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, you start to see, at least I in when I work, I start to visualize the room. I can see the basement I can feel the basement mm-hmm. I can see the trains uh, I see Kayla as my mom walking down the stairs uh, so I don't know if you felt that way right. too yeah. it's to see it. for those of us standing on the side and this almost happened um, I was uh, I was the, the the husband the father standing upstairs ready to say if you and your mother are down there playing public radio again make sure you clean up your equipment before you come up you know those mm-hmm. kinds of things but you, but you have to you have to be very cautious about entering a scene like that because exactly. uh, you want to you want to lift it up and make it better rather than just get in it because it's a fun scene and you want to be in it are there rules for that you said you have to be cautious but are there sort of uh, things when you like you're not supposed to come in yeah I'm, I'm not a I'm not a big rule person but I think it's judgment and choice mm-hmm. and you know you have to you have to decide whether you're going to enhance that that scene or whether you're just going out there because as I said it's a good scene and you want to be in it right and that's the wrong reason to experience yeah and it's about Uh, supporting the people and not just like getting your idea out it's like if they need help and they're struggling how can I go in there and help and like you said enhance it not just go out there with my idea and just sort of deflate the scene or or if you see something even if the scene is not struggling it might just be on a smooth path mm-hmm. and you know that like you said if you're the dad coming downstairs mm-hmm. and saying you guys aren't playing public radio again then all of a sudden that lifts up the stakes right. or if you're the angry father that's coming in it, it really helps everything out and we do at our shows we do a sort of an homage to chicago we do what's called an all play so we believe that improv as many people do is a, is a sport for all and so we like to create a safe space on our stage at the end for people to come up and give it a try so mm-hmm. we kind of feel like your win is our win so mm-hmm. we're going to make everyone have a great experience on stage so we we learn that early to be an ensemble and we delight when lamont's on stage and kayla and lorinda and uh, even bill when everybody's <laughs> i'm kidding when everybody's <laughs> on stage too. we delight in the performance and I think that that's something we committed to early and so we love seeing new people and uh, come enjoy the art it's it's a public art Mm -hmm. the right to succeed the right to fail Mm -hmm. so tell me about your audience what kind of people are you seeing now or is this a uh, something over a certain age limit do you have kids at all the shows or we have had the full gamut it's it's just so wonderful um, you know to see new faces for every show and you know just the word of mouth that kind of spreads that you know, improv is truly for anybody, and we literally ca- right. we don't cater specifically to one audience member type. We right. we want everybody to enjoy it because we, we do caution that you know our, our shows are can be adult, mm-hmm. so to use your discretion. 
Uh, and you know, we do keep our clothes on, though. Right. Yes, well, <laughs> yes. <laughs> we do kids shows. We yeah, do, we do. Uh, yeah. shows geared towards special events, corporate events. Mm-hmm. Um, we will do a show for anyone. Right. Yeah, and we'll absolutely. and we'll let you know to, for those shows that are you know we will caution you, put a disclaimer out there, mm-hmm. tell you what's appropriate yeah. and what isn't. Yes. Mm-hmm. We don't want to offend no. people. No. That's not our point. No. So you have another. Activity, have, I think you're going to do. You've got lock that door, Doug. We got a whole. <laughs> we are here for six days. No, <laughs> you already heard about my experiences in high school. You don't yeah. have to worry about <laughs> my <laughs> evening <laughs> plans. <laughs> so, okay, so who's Lamont? Hey, hey, it's hot. Yeah, so what we're going to do is a story. We're going to ask you for a story that has never been told. We want to ask you for a story that's never been told. And our cast members here, Lorenda, Barbara, Bill, and my friend Kayla, will take this story and we're going to just let it grow and morph into something beautiful. And I hope everybody else believes it's beautiful because if you don't, I will cry. So, yeah, no no sticks. So you want a story from me. That has the title of a story. The title of a story. Anything you say is fine. Uh... I really enjoyed school because the teachers were so concerned about my lack of hair. I really enjoyed school because the teachers enjoyed. 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 And this was actually true in grad school. So (laughs) good. In lack of hair. In lack of hair. Lack because of, hair. of lack of hair. Because of joy and lack of hair. One more time. One, one more time. The title. <laughs> Maybe this is a terrible idea. Okay. No, 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 no. Wait. We I meant to say idea. any do idea. Do not cut this. We will no. do this. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so the title. Is, I just didn't give a whole title. The entire the whole title is <laughs> we. I got on grad school and lack of hair, and the teachers enjoyed it. So what we're sure. going to do is, my teachers enjoyed my lack of hair. In grad school. Back when Thomas Einstein was in grad school for his veterinary degree, all of a sudden he was faced with a dilemma. Whether to to pay or not to pay was the question. I really don't care which end of the dog or the cat it is. I just need to get a haircut. I, well, honestly, um, uh, my good colleague over here, uh, uh, Jonelle, she is going to be able to handle any haircutting needs that you have if it's canine, feline, or yourself. So, uh, Jonelle, go right ahead. I want my hair cut off. Oh. All of it. Oh, like shaved? Shaved yeah. to the skin. To the skin. Shaved right to the skin. down to the very epidermis. Epidermis, epidermis. I can do that. I can do that. Is the dog also getting that? I don't care about the dog. You don't I want, want it to my match teachers you? to like me. I want my teachers to like me. I'm in grad school. Okay, yeah, we can, uh, we can shave it off. You can start new. You can start new with no hair. No hair. That's what I'm looking You're for. You're going to be a new man. Yes. Remind me of your name, Tom? Was it Tom? Tom. Tom. Tom Einstein is my Tom name. Tom Einstein. All and right. I'm going to be a vet someday. Oh, do you practice on this little guy? Sometimes. But right now, I need a haircut. Okay. 
While, Not turning back. While Tom's eyes were wandering, he looked upon the haircut board and saw something that he never thought he would see in his life. A beautiful brunette toupee. I uh, I see you looking at the the toupees no, I'm not. over there. No, I'm not. I looking saw at your the eyes wandering. No, I am not. I want my hair bald. I saw your my eyes wandering bald. right to the the brunette. I believe the brunette toupee. No, no. If you if you look, there's a picture behind it of uh -huh. Yul Brenner, and that's what I was looking at. I was looking at that picture of Yul Brenner. Remember Yul Brenner? I will never yeah, forget. He was in King and I. Yeah. Yep. All right. That's what I want to look like, not the brunette. Okay, toupee. well, if we shave it off, buzz, buzz, we can always toupee. Ah! What? I saw your eyes wander. No, they right didn't. to the toupee. Would you like to try it on? No. I would like hey, to have. Hey, Tom, this is the toupee talking. <laughs> Do you hear me? Nobody else la, can hear me. La, 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 Tom? la, la. Tom, are you okay? You can hear I'm, me, Tom. I can, well, I, yes, I can hear you. Just reach Tom. for me. I'm nice and soft. Feel like Mr. Brady's hair. Just put me on, Tom. I can. It's a seamless. It's a seamless fit. Pick me up, Tom. Tom, I I feel your heart beating from here. I just I can tell you're uncomfortable, and I'm not someone who wants to go through with buzzing hair off unless you're 100% comfortable. Is that is that Pitbull behind you? Tom, put me I in want, your backpack. That's Pitbull. That's Pitbull behind you. That's kind of a like a hybrid of being a vet and being bald. So let's look. Just look behind you. I. I, I, Thomas Tom, I'm only held up could by not two believe nails. that this toupee angel was on his shoulder, calling him to get the toupee. <laughs> but where was his bald angel? Oh, where was the bald angel? Hey, Tom, you look good with a clean scalp. I know. It's great, isn't it? I know. And my teachers really like me. I think it's a good look for yeah, you. And I think I'll get my, my license. You're like, of course you could get your license. You could do anything you want. I'll be Central Ohio's best vet. Hey, Baldy, who let you in here? Hey, hey back. Get out of here. Back off, toupee. I got this one. No. Uh, don't. Mom. No. Mom. Let's have a toupee Baldy fight Hello, in the Thomas. parking lot. Hello, Thomas. Baldy toupee angel. Where are you? Thomas. I'm right here. Oh, who are you calling? Here, I'm going to float away, Thomas, because you're calling on the bald angel. And I'm going to go away, Mom. Get out of here. Your mom is leaving. Angel. No, this is your mother. Oh. I'm going back to heaven. Okay. See you later. Tom, no, if mom, you need some mom. fiber, you wouldn't have all this problem with all your angels getting all mixed up on the wire. Tom, I'm giving you two seconds. Bald Cut or my no hair. bald? Bald. Bald. I want to be bald. Good bald. choice. Bald. Good choice. And so it was. Thomas went bald, and his dog ran away. Welcome, everybody, to the National Veterinary Convention. We're here today, uh, and I'm your keynote speaker. I love your lack of hair. <laughs> you look great with no hair. It shines I like the sun. I need some sunglasses. It's just awesome. You're a beam of light from heaven, Tom. I can't wait to hear you talk. And my teachers love me. Can you sign my Jack Russell? You're amazing. I'll sign him anywhere you'd like. Tom, the academic community is quite impressed with your skill set as a veterinary, as well as your hair, lack of hair, beauty that you shine with. Lack of my coiffure? That's yes. because I never listened to toupee angels. I'm still here, Tom. Go away. I've got a little Too news from your you're teacher about all those term papers you You're bought. a failure. You're a failure. I didn't... <laughs> Hair was never a failure. 
Hair always wins on the long run. Who's Thomas talking to up there? You know, I, I'm not sure. I'm getting a little worried about him. He looks a little flustered. Oh, my goodness. Tom, Tom, do you Tom? need some water? Are you okay? Would you Tom? like a wa cool always, towel or something? I will grow in your ears. I will grow in places you don't even want to know, Tom. Because hair wins every time. Tom, I feel your heart beating from over here. Are you okay? I, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. Because I'm still hairless. And I'm still hair, a vet. Tom? And I don't hear voices in my head anymore. The one thing Thomas did not realize in losing his hair is that he lost part of his mind. Actually, he gained about three other little angels. And one of them was his back hair angel also. Hey. Hey, Tom. Hey, back hair angel. How you doing? What's up? Oh, nothing on my head. Yeah. No, it's feeling good and scruffy back here. Yeah, dude. that's good. That's where the hair belongs. You know, it belongs uh, on your back, I not on your head. Dude. I was so glad when, to meet you, back hair angel. Yeah. That, you know, yeah, it was, it was time great. to start growing full force. I had to make yeah. up for what the head yeah. lacked. Yes. Put it in the back. Yes. They're all you know? part of my army. Hey, Thomas, this is your hang t-shirt. Watch what I'm going to do to your back hair. Not cool. <laughs> Not cool. Not cool. No. Tom. Not cool. Not cool. But you look great with the bald head. And my teachers love me. Team. <laughs> How'd we do, Doug? That one went creepier than that. <laughs> I really uh, thought with the the addition of the back hair angel. I believe we've racked up some FCC fines. <laughs> Nicely done. You're welcome. You're welcome. We do what we can for the team. Okay. I hope you've enjoyed part two of my three-part interview with Columbus Unscripted. You can listen to parts one and three also at the website craftthashow.com. And you can check out their website at columbusunscripted.com. Or you can surf to craftthashow.com and check out more information on all of my current and past guests. Be sure to check us out Wednesday night at 8 p.m. on WCBE on our regularly scheduled time. Until next time, this is Doug Dangler. Be creative. <laughs>